Hi, this is Cassie, and welcome back to the Wildlife Podcast. I have a guest here today, and I'm super excited. We're sitting in my backyard. Well, we're probably six feet away from each other, <laughs> we're like closer to four feet. But I am excited for you guys to meet Amy Flayhive. Did I say that right? Uh-huh. Um, she and I met each other, God, probably, was it? Well, two years two ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. I had an event with Andrea Bendewald, which hopefully I'm saying her last name. I think you are. I think I am. And Amy, like, how did you even find out that I was having that? Because you were advertising it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. I'm doing it. And it was a women's circle. Mm -hmm. And I would have to say out of all the events that I've ever had or even ever been to, that was the most magical i've goosebumps thinking it was. about it it's so cool we did it on the beach i want to recreate what she does but she has this like essence of just pure i can't even explain it she was so great it was so cool and we were we were on the beach at sunset and it was like late august or beginning of september yeah. i think mm-hmm. and um we had this women's circle when she had a talking stick, it it sounds very esoteric and everyone's probably listening going, what? But I'll, I'll put a, um, I'll tag her in the show notes and then you can look her up because that's not what we're here to talk (laughs) talk about. But that is when we first met and you were newly pregnant with twins Mm -hmm. and you've since given birth and your twins have just turned one year a year and a half a year, they're a year and a half uh-huh. oh my gosh okay mm-hmm. so they're a year and a half and you have a little boy and a little girl uh-huh. and they're adorable and you can Thank see you. them and amy on instagram and we'll i'll tag your instagram handle in the show notes but just tell them what it is because i'm gonna make you change it <laughs> <laughs> okay so what but what is it it's, it's amelia Flayhive. okay so, but her name is Amy. But my name is Amy. So we're gonna, we're probably gonna change it, and then you'll see it. You know, it'll still go to you. So, anyways, um, Amy, tell the people what you do. So I am a beach body coach, and I've been doing it for about six months now. I lost a lot of weight after I became sane after the kids were about ten months. And um, I felt so good, and I was like, I want to help other people do this. This is amazing. So, and I've always been into health and fitness my whole life, Um, but something happened during that time. It it just clicked with me. The nutrition clicked with me and everything about it, and I just became so empowered, Um, and I wanted to share it. And so I just started really diving into personal development because I had a lot of fear around showing up and being this person that I didn't know people would even want to join me. And so I, I really overcame a lot of limiting beliefs through that time. Um, I mean, I still am, but, um, it really, I just, more and more confidence was built and, um, I created this like tribe of like 40 women since then and it's been so rewarding for me um helping people get healthier and fit and really changing their whole relationship with with food is really the main goal um 
for me, I have always had, you know, as every woman, you know, on this planet does have, you know, their own little relationship with food. Um, I finally felt a lot of food freedom and I wanted to share how um, that happened with everybody else and I feel like I've had a lot of impact um, so far so it's been fun and I'm continuing it and it's been awesome I love it I love what I do I finally figured out what I love what I do <laughs> and during that circle this is crazy so she asked us she was like write down one desire that you have um, on the sheet of paper and I was like you know I had had a desire to have kids for a long time and um, my husband and I met when we were later older and it was really hard for me to get pregnant so we went through a lot of fertility and you know obviously finally I was finally pregnant and I was like well, what's next you know what what do I really desire to be next and I was in this job that just sucked the soul out of me I absolutely hated it and I was like what am I doing here but I really didn't know how um, and what I wanted to do. And that was really the main thing was I didn't know what I wanted to do, like, or I would have done it and did it. And so I, um, I just had this burning desire to find something that lit me up because, you know, everyone always says like, if you love what you do, then, you know, you never work a day in your life. And I just, I knew that it was out there. Um, and so anyway, I wrote down that piece of paper. I said, I desire to have a job that lights me up, to make money um, doing something that lights me up. And I finally feel like I found it. So anyway, I kept that piece of paper in my closet for this whole, you know, last two years looking at it. I mean, there's just such a power in writing down and manifesting. And um, so here we are. And there you are. Yeah. God, you said so much in there. Oh, I was like, like oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Now I got to go write it all down. Um, <laughs> So when, when I talk about the wow life, mm -hmm. the wheel of wellness, and I talk about how on, I always have people like envision a Ferris wheel mm -hmm. and on the Ferris wheel, there's all these cars and each of the cars, there's like relationship, there's financial, there's, um, spirituality, there's health, there's like all these cars. Mm -hmm. And I talk about when one or more of those cars is off balance, how the Ferris wheel is like rickety and you just want to get off of mm -hmm. it. And you're just like shit. And that's the wheel of unwellness. And so the wheel of wellness is you try to balance as many of these cars as you possibly mm -hmm. can. So like just even hearing you say that, you know, you found love and, but you were still in this career that was mm -hmm. just like, ugh, and that was like probably the car mm -hmm. that was off kilter. And, and then, you know, you're like, I got to find something to fix that. And you have your babies and you are like, now I got to get healthy. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of tweaked that car. And so I love how you almost kind of like balanced two or three cars all at one time when yeah. you got like your health and wellness and you had your career and relationships probably got better. You made new relationships and you, it, you know, it sounds totally. like you kind of checked a lot of boxes That's an with awesome this. Analogy, I love that. It's I I do I love it too. <laughs> I like that. I built a business. I mean, because you can really envision like all the little yeah, and like making them happy and straight. Yep. And, and sometimes when one of them gets off balance, other things go off get off balance too, and. I don't, I don't expect everybody's wheel to always be perfect mm -hmm. and cause that's not reality. Um, but it is something to kind of 
that I kind of hope to strive for. I love that. It's fun. Like if your eating's off, then your sleeping's going to be off and Mm -hmm. you're both going to be like this and then you're not going to have the energy to work out. Yep. And then that's going to be off. Yep. You got to like put it all together. Um, and so when I think about everything that you just said, well, first I have to say you use the word limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. which is one of my like, I know what my limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. are and it takes work Mm -hmm. to get through it. Um, how did you start, how did you identify your limiting beliefs? How did you even learn about a limiting belief? Okay. So I've done a lot of work with Gabby Bernstein. I've read a lot of her books. Mm -hmm. I think she's fantastic. Amazing. Um, and that kind of opened, um, a lot of light for me. And then, um, during going through infertility, I started doing Kundalini yoga and, um, that was like a whole, whole thing for me. And it, God, I can't even say enough about it and I don't even know where to start, but, um, and I actually have kind of fallen off of that, but you know, it's just really like clearing and cleansing your energy and you know, um, it's an awakening, it total awakening. And, um, I love everything about it. So that kind of started. And then, um, I've started doing, do you know who Lacey Phillips is? Mm -mm. She does. She has, um, a company called to be magnetic. Mm -hmm. And one of my very good friends is, has become a coach for them. And it's all about peeling all the layers that society and the world has put on you from the time you were a child and just peeling those away. But also, um, uh, there's a lot of neuroplasticity and hypnotherapy in her work. And so you're really like retraining your brain waves to, you know, um, to know what your worth is and to believe that. And so, um, I've been doing some of that work. There's a lot, there's tons of that. And it just like is so interesting to me. Um, so my friend is a coach in it. So she, she literally can walk you through and like explain to you why you do what you do and what to do about it and how to overcome that. And so that's helped me a lot. Um, even just with like relationships and, um, you know, things I don't want to carry on to my kids. Yeah. Um, that's you know. a, such a huge one. Yeah. <laughs> such huge it one. It is. And when you have kids, it's like, you think about that stuff. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that, that's been like a big thing. And then also, so the thing that I love about Beachbody is they, they literally have you do 15 minutes of personal development every single day and you can pick anything that you want to do, but it's like one of the tasks that you're supposed to be doing every day. And it, knowing that I have to do that for my mind and my brain has been, um, has really forced me to do it, but it's also taught me that, you know, all these things that like I thought that I could never do, mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm literally doing it. And, you know, I thought no way in a million years would I be like a stay at home mom. Like there's no way I could ever do that, you know, and I'm doing it, you know, and yeah. no way could I ever be, you know, a coach. Like that was like a big thing for me. And, and I am, you know, and it's like, so doing a lot of that work has, um, really, really helped me with my business. And, and you're just person yeah. as being, as yes. the limiting beliefs. Um, when you, I totally lost track of what I was going to say. 
um, when you talk about your beach body business and your kids and thinking about the example that you're setting for them Mm -hmm. and you know it is part of it's your limiting beliefs and getting past that and unlearning those that you don't bring them to your Mm -hmm. kids and the example that you're setting and I think that's kind of what attracted me to ask you to um to come on the podcast was the example that you're setting as a new mom Mm -hmm. with twins Mm -hmm. because I think you and I probably hear a lot I can't oh I can't do that I don't have time Mm -hmm. I have kids Mm -hmm. I can't do that I've got twins Mm -hmm. I can't do that I just had and those are limiting Mm -hmm. beliefs totally so this is like the next stepping stone to that Mm -hmm. to see you and I have goosebumps again um to see you doing that with twins Mm -hmm. and finding something that you can do to fulfill yourself and be of service to others Mm -hmm. and take care of your babies um, is super motivating. Mm -hmm. So when you, you are setting that example. Mm -hmm. So when you hear women say, I can't, oh, I can't because I have kids or I can't, I just had, you know, I've got 70 pounds to lose. I just had a kid. Then you you don't want it bad enough. So does that, so like when someone says that and you go, oh, well, if you don't, then you don't want it bad enough. Does that like stop them in their tracks? Does that? I don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should. Radical transparency. I probably probably should. I would. Um, I do. (laughs) Honestly, like I will always give someone, you know, things to do in order to overcome however, whatever that belief is, you know, I don't have time or I don't have money, you know, or the two main ones. And it's like, if you don't have time, then wake up at five o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. before your kids wake up and get your 30 minute workout in. Like that's all it takes, you know, and then a little bit of planning and your grocery list and you know, you're feeling better in 30 days, like period. That's all it takes, um, is commitment, um, to feeling better. And, um, so when people say I don't have the money, it's like, this is legitimately the cheapest program you could probably do, um, to change your food, your relationship with food and your fitness mm-hmm. period, like the che- cheapest. I mean, you could go buy a month classes at a group fitness for what you're paying for a whole entire year of this. I mean, it's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, there's so many things I could say back, but honestly, I think it just comes down to the bottom line is that you just don't want it bad enough. I always say it's not important enough to oh, that, you. Okay. That's, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Because it's not a priority. It's not a priority. Mm-hmm. And so when someone says, well, I can't afford it, then I say, well, you know, as I'm sipping my, well, I refilled my iced tea. <laughs> but, you know, how many it's like people. like how many times do you go to Starbucks yeah, in the morning? Because this is, if I go and get uh, iced tea every day, it's $4.45. Right. And I'm refilling my account on Starbucks like $25 mm-hmm. every week, right? And that's $100 a month. So what could you do if when someone says, well, I, oh, I can't afford to work with you or I can't afford to join Beachbody or, you know, buy something that's going to make me feel better for myself. Well, if you just took that habit of a hundred dollars a month, what can you do with a hundred dollars? You could do so much with a hundred dollars. So I think it's like figuring out what your priorities are. And sometimes that does take, I think oftentimes it does take a coach a mentor, a person to hold that mirror up to someone and say, well, let's take a, you say, you say you want it, 
but you can't afford it or you can't find the time. So let's look and see what you're doing that you really don't want in exchange for this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you need that. And that's why I think it's so important to work with someone who motivates you. Yes. And hold you accountable. Hold you accountable. And you have to find that person. Yeah, you do. And I think your personalities have to match and you have to understand that person's goals, mm-hmm. you know, cause maybe that person's goals is just to get moving, you know, yeah. they don't, they don't want to change their nutrition. They just want to get their body moving and you know what? That's fine. Yeah. And, and I will help you do that all day long. So let's talk about moving because you know that you love to move. (laughs) I love to move my body. Um, but I love to move my body because it feels good, Mm -hmm. but it's more so the other things that That it it can do for me. So I think the majority of the people that are listening to this probably know what it does for me. Mm -hmm. So can you tell the audience what moving your body does for you? Yes. So I, honestly work out more now not not more time but um because it helps my brain function better than I do for it to look the way I want to look I do it to feel the one the way I want to feel and um you know just going out for like a walk around castaways with my kids in the afternoon gets my mind moving Mm -hmm. and for me thinking like and motivated to like, okay, maybe I'm just doing that to get my blood moving and to get my brain thinking so I can come home and have like a fresh, um, next three hours with my kids to really be, um, present with them instead of, you know, being tired or spaced out and sitting on the couch and like waiting for my husband to get home. You know, it really helps me to, um, just clear, clear the mind, clear the brain um, get those good endorphins flowing, the good, you know, dopamine, serotonin, all of that. It's just, um, it does so much more for me than just, you know, helping you look the way you want to look. So much. Yeah. And then the other component of that is nutrition. And so what has been the biggest change that you've made maybe like since the kids have been born nutritionally? So I... Um, have always eaten very healthy and um, and I've always exercised but I had a few things that I was doing wrong and I learned that I was eating too much too many portions of things like I would eat you know a ton of almond butter because I was like well it's good for you mm-hmm. you know but I was never paying attention to the quantity of what I was having and so um, I changed that and I've also changed, I also never really was aware of how many like proteins I needed in a day and vegetables I needed in a day and, um, and carbs and, um, and I've changed that as well. And so it keeps me more on, um, on a schedule so that I never get to the point where I'm hungry and I'm like, you know, diving for the kids snacks, Yeah. you know? And so I always am fueling my body all day long, um, instead of getting to a point of just being hangry, you know, and just grabbing for whatever. And I did used to do that, but it would always be like healthy things like, Oh, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat like the bag of beet chips. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, Oh, but they're healthy, you know? Yeah. It was like that. And so I've really switched my mind and, um, in the portions and, you know, um, how many like 
nutrients I need to be having in a day to really sustain like my blood sugar and stuff. I think that's a big hang up that, well, it's healthy Mm -hmm. and portion, portion sizes are radical Mm -hmm. when you, especially when you go out to eat, you know, totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do, I love, so my uh, nutrition philosophy is that you don't have to count calories every single day Mm -hmm. of your entire life. But you probably need to, once a month, take three to five days, measure everything out, figure out what your calories are, get it back in check. Mm -hmm. Because we're so guilt, it's so easy for us to say we're making a smoothie and we know that we put half a banana with all of our other stuff in it and, you know, blend it all up and it's perfect. Well, somewhere along the line, the half a banana just becomes, oh, just throw the whole thing in. Mm -hmm. Or... You put a tablespoon of almond butter and it tastes and then you so add, good. Like, another one. And then you're like, oh, I just want some extra protein today, or I want, and you know, you put mm-hmm. two tablespoons in it, it tastes that much better. And before you know it, your 300 calorie smoothie is now 700 calories totally. because you put in your, or uh, the classic for me was I used to make this smoothie that had avocado in it. Uh-huh. And I would say, I would put a quarter of avocado and then I would go, oh, well, but the other half is gross. So, I'm just going to put this half in, or I don't want the avocado to go or bad. Gonna go or, old. Yeah, you know, it's so go next thing you know, I'm putting the whole avocado uh-huh. in my smoothie, and then, you know, 10 days later, I've gained a pound, and uh-huh. I realize, well, it's because you put a whole fucking avocado uh-huh. in your smoothie. So I do think oh you Oh my gosh, need, it's so interesting how those little changes little, that you can make really little, add up. Uh, 100%. I talk about um, ghost eating, which is where you just keep going back. You, you want. I said it the other day, I wanted Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah, I And so that. I just went and got the Flaming Hot Cheetos. I like that you said, like, I just went and did it because I, just I did mean, it. wanted it. I wanted it. And you're intentionally doing it. Totally. And and I and I sat down and I tasted every yeah. burning thing in good. my mouth. And then you're like, ew, it probably didn't make me feel that great. Well, but you, it, it was, it, it, was good. it was tasted good and it did a thing. Because ghost eating would have been, oh, I really want Cheetos, but I went in and got grapes instead because I was trying to be good Uh and then grapes just like didn't do it for me and so then I would go in and get almonds that had smoky flavoring on them and that well that didn't really do it for me because I would and before you know it you've eaten like like a thousand calories of of healthy stuff I love that it's ghost eating because it's a ghost (laughs) that like floats in I have all the good analogies but just I'm like I could have ghost eating I could have ghost eated um, but instead I just went and got the bag of flaming hot Cheetos and, and then I was done. Yeah. And so whatever. So those little changes mm-hmm. do totally And you would never eat that every day, but it's like you wanted it. I was emotionally eating because <laughs> my but daughter was I think leaving. it's totally okay when you like, like I, um, I have this desire. Have you seen those two, uh, new ice cream places on 17th street? Yes. So I'm like, I want a real ice cream. I don't want yeah. frozen yogurt. I no. want like a, literally like a frozen. Yeah. I mean, a, an ice cream cone with real ice cream. Yep. So I'm going to intentionally do that. Yep. And I'm going to think about it while I'm doing it. And I'm probably going to not have, you know, that extra piece of bread that day. And that yeah. to me is food freedom. Yeah. You know? Totally. I've been to Stella Jeans, by the way. It's awesome. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the same guy that owns Pot Pie. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, really? It's really good. It's so good and super good quality ingredients so if you're gonna do it like that's totally a place to do it okay and I think when you slow down and you remove the guilt Mm -hmm. associated with the food then 
Because what do we do when we eat it and we're feeling guilty? We don't taste it. Mm -hmm. We just shovel it in our face Mm -hmm. and we just shovel it because it's bad and we're not supposed to eat it and Mm -hmm. hurry up and just like, you know, guilt eat it. And Mm -hmm. then you didn't even taste it. So like, then you you just feel shitty Mm -hmm. because you ate something that's disgusting and you put too much in your mouth and you didn't even taste it. Mm -hmm. That's why I sat down and ate my flaming hot (laughs) Suffered through the whole bag. I was like sweating. My husband's like, oh, is that worth it? The whole time my mouth is like torn up from the Oh my God. That is so funny because that is literally the last thing I would get. Oh my God. It was so good. I loves Cheetos. I'm just not, I've never been into them. It was so good. Um, well, I feel like we could talk about a lot of things. So what's like the, what's like the one message that you would want to give a mom who just had a baby who is not feeling her best and isn't anxious to go back to work and like, what's your, like, those are like my favorite people to talk to because I was there once and it's, it's hard. There is no doubt about it, especially with two. So I think that the best thing you can do for yourself as a new mom is prioritize time for yourself. And that might be when the baby's napping or it might be before the baby wakes up or when the baby goes to bed Um, or when the baby's awake and you know, you can have a video or your workout video on and have the baby playing and you can do it right there and, you know, occupy the baby. I just think that it's so important to, um, for moms to take time for themselves, um, to take care of themselves because you're putting out so much energy all day long trying to take care of this new human that you're also trying to get to know, um, that you lose yourself and a lot of women do and they go into depression and it's, you know, it's not an easy time. So, um, I also think that, you know, nutrition plays a huge part in that. And it also, you know, if you're breastfeeding, then that's a whole nother subject. But I think that, um, you know, there's a common misconception with so many people, including me. And I thought, oh, well, you know, if I go do this hard workout, then my milk's not going to produce. And like, and I think that that is 100% false. And, um, and so I think that, you know, People can believe, you know, people sometimes make that as an excuse, like, oh, well, you know, it's going to lower my milk production and, and it's not. And it, so I just think that it's important as a new mom to take care of yourself and really prioritize time for yourself. That's what I'm I would say. totally back you up on that. And there's also the whole mom guilt thing. And I mm-hmm. um, have really had to get over that as well. And I, you know, every single day it's a conversation in my head and I'm like, you know what, I'm doing this for my kids and for my um, health and my, um, happiness, because Mm -hmm. if I'm not happy, then that's going to rub off on them and we're not going to have a good evening or a good afternoon. And because mom's not happy and there you go. I can, could not have said that better. Yeah. So people are going to follow you on Instagram at Amelia Flayhive. I'm going to spell it right in the show notes. I promise. (laughs) Um, and if she changes her name, I'll change it in the show notes, but follow her. She's super fun, super motivating. You guys are going to dig her and she's living the wildlife and I love it. And, um, thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. That was so fun.